Navigation with Diane Morgan here on International Angels Network. And today is Tuesday, April the 3rd, 2018. And I'm your host, Diane Morgan. And I'm coming to you live from the Hill Country of Texas. I am a spiritual life coach and teacher. I am also an angel therapy practitioner, a published author, and I do many other things. Go Where They Are is a book that Spirit and I wrote together. And I thank Archangel Gabriel and Archangel Uriel. They are my wonderful angelic muses. You can get a copy of Go Where They Are through our website at www.internationalangelsnetwork.com or on Amazon. Or if you live in the Austin, Texas area, you can find it at Book People or North Lamar. Thank you all for listening to International Angels Network. This is the network that explores and discusses everything metaphysical, spiritual, and mystical. We have shows on many topics from spiritual entrepreneurship, angels, archangels, spirit guides, fairies, the fairy realm, deceased loved ones, twin flames, energy healing, and so many other spiritual and metaphysical topics. You can tune in to our shows Sundays through Thursdays and three shows on Saturday. We also take your calls live on air. And if you miss a show, no worries. Go to blogtalk.com and iTunes and listen. The last half of the show, I'll be taking your questions on today's topic. You can give us a call at 1-516-453-9162. That's 1-516-453-9162. Press 1 on your phone if you'd like to ask a question. This puts you in the queue. And if you live outside of the U.S., you can call us on Skype for free while we are live on air. On the Blog Talk website, you'll see the Skype icon. So on your Skype keypad, press 1 if you'd like to ask a question, and this will put you in the queue. We'd also like to invite you to visit our website at www.internationalangelsnetwork.com where we also provide courses and so much more. And join our exclusive Facebook group. Maybe you have a question, contact us. We're here to help you. Those of you on social media can listen to us on Facebook Live or Instagram. And you can actually call in on Instagram and our fan, Facebook fan page If we're live, just click call and it will take you directly to our live show. Or maybe you'd like to be a guest on our radio show. Go to www.internationalangelsnetwork.com, scroll down the page, and fill out the small form. We'd love to have you on our show and for you to share your passion with others. Our online network radio show is sponsored by Holistic Light Rejuvenation Center and its founder and CEO, Sunday Sturgeon. For more information about this charitable organization, 
and its center, visit our website, www.internationalangelsnetwork.com. Sunday is also a published author and is now working on many new books, including a book she is writing for Hay House Publishing. Her new book, Warrior Women with Angel Wings for the Soul, is the third book in an amazing and beautiful collection. It is a powerful anthology filled with beautifully written stories by amazing women. Each of these women have a unique and beautiful story to share with you. You will be inspired encouraged and uplifted as you turn the pages of these enlightening books. And join me next week with one of these amazing authors, Lynette Britt. So get your copy today and connect with these incredible women and read their empowering stories. This is a wonderful filled addition to the Warrior Men and Women series of books by Sunday and Joe Sturgeon. If you know someone who may be interested in this book series, send us an email. Or if you're interested and or have questions, you can send us an email. Or maybe you or someone you know has always wanted to become an author. This is your time to shine your light, and you never know who you might inspire to take that first step to change their lives. We're also here to help you with that. Contact us with your questions at International Angels network at gmail.com. We're happy to be in service. On today's show, I'm going to share with you the signs our loved ones send us to let us know they are with us. I know through my own experiences and have witnessed others who have encounters with their deceased loved ones. This helps us receive closure and enables us to cope with grief. A communication or a sign with a deceased loved one helps us feel reassured that those we love are okay, that they are safe, that they are happy. Or it could help with with the belief system that the soul lives on after this world. Whatever the reason, it brings comfort in most situations. In sessions, when a deceased loved one comes through for a client, The session is full of verifiable information and validations that only the client and the deceased person will know. These facts are what provides the deep healing for the bereavement process that our loved one is okay. I receive information that I have no way of knowing. This proves that the soul lives on and is aware and sees you and just wants you to be okay. I recall one healing session I had a few years back. The client was so lost in grief over the loss of her husband, and she had never done anything like this, but a relative suggested that she come to see me. I knew she was skeptical when we began. Most people that go to an intuitive are nervous and unsure on their first visit. I never know if a loved one will show up. I ask Archangel Michael to bring healing, loving messages And if a message from a loved one is needed, then that loved one is allowed to pass the gate, if you will. The information I was able to share with her gave her comfort and helped begin the healing process. I ran into her not long ago, and she gave me the biggest hug, and she said, I just want to thank you. You saved me. When I came to see you, that session helped me heal and put my life back on track. I can never thank you enough. I believe her loved one saw the deep, over-the-edge grief she was experiencing 
and came to help her to let her know that he was happy. He still lived in another realm. He was okay and how very loved she was. I was so humbled to be the conduit to help her heal. You know, you can definitely contact your loved ones, but it is truly only recommended if you have unfinished business with them, such as unresolved feelings of anger or if you worry about their degree of happiness. They are still living souls and have moved to a higher realm and are living and learning there just as we are here. They are happy to help you, but it is best to consult our Creator, and the angels for major life issues. Our deceased loved ones, or DLOs as I have learned to call them, are of course our family, but they're also our friends and our pets. Uh, Last year, a friend, we'll call him Matt, popped into my mind. I hadn't seen or spoken to Matt in over 15 years. I shrugged it off. Then that night I dreamed about another friend named Harry that had transcended several years back. In the dream, I was walking up a flight of stairs, and Harry was walking down toward me. When we saw each other, we had a hello embrace, and then I mentioned that Matt had visited me today, and he said yes. He's been here two years in school and finally graduated. The next morning when I woke, I woke, I remembered the dream and knew Matt had transcended because Harry was already there. And Harry visited me to let me know it was Matt. I did a little research and discovered Matt had transcended in 2015. I thanked him for dropping by. Then I heard him in his sarcastic banner. He just came by for a visit. Also, speaking of pets, last year we lost our little 16-year-old Jack Russell. She was the first dog I had gotten very close to in over 30 years. The day after she transcended, I gathered up all of her beds. Beds, yes, beds. She was my diva, and she had a bed in every room. And her toys, and I took them all to the animal shelter. When I got home, I noticed I forgot her wubba ball. If you know what a wubba ball is, it's this hard plastic ball that makes this wubba, 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 wubba sound when it's rolled. And she loved pushing it around with her nose. And it always ended up under tables or in corners. But this time, it was under the table in the very back corner of the living room. Well, I smiled and I left it there thinking I would get it later. And a couple of days went by and I was upstairs when I heard that wubba ball. When I went downstairs, that ball was in the middle of the dining room floor where I would have to walk by it to get to the front door. I laughed and cried at the same time. She wanted me to know she was still here with me. I have seen many pets come through in sessions. It is said the soul of our pet lives on and your mutual love is the leash that connects them. How beautiful is that? I've also been asked to share with you that our deceased loved ones exist in a spirit world and are called spirit guides, but they function at an energy frequency that's different from the angels. I understand from the angels that our deceased loved ones are not angels, 
because they still have human egos, which means their guidance isn't as pure as the angels. They do have an elevated perspective, but are usually not enlightened when they cross over. They are, however, our helpers. They love us, and they watch over us. In doing private sessions, I have found our deceased loved ones have the same personality, same banner, same quirks that they had when they were here on Earth. They will try to get your attention in many ways and communicate through smell, touch, taste, vision, and sound. And when you learn to trust the signs they are sending you, it can bring you great comfort. So tonight I'm going to give you a few of the ways that they communicate with us. Have you ever felt someone walk into a room before you saw them? Or you felt like someone was watching you and you looked up to see someone was? We have the ability to feel someone in the room with us, even if we can't see them. It's energy. Everything is energy. Therefore, you can feel your loved one's energy when they are near you. You can't explain it, but you just feel like someone is there. You are sensing their presence. So if you've been thinking about a deceased loved one and have felt like they were there, chances are they were. They want you to know they're okay. Or they may just want to say hello and remind you how much they love you. Or have you ever felt a cool breeze go by for no apparent reason, like a draft from an open door or window? This happens due to their cold, colder spiritual body temperatures. So if you feel the room suddenly get chilly, then it might be a deceased loved one is visiting you. Our loved ones are looking out for us. They know when we're sad, when we're sick, when we're hurting, and they want to comfort us. When I talk to one of my loved ones, I just feel them around me. You may just sense that the room seems different, like someone you can't see is in your presence, but when this happens, it doesn't frighten you. It brings you a comfort, like love and reassurance. If you feel as though you're being watched, this might be your deceased loved one looking out for you. Talk to them. They can hear you. Or maybe you've felt a light feather touch caress your face or lips. Or it felt like someone patted your head or touched you on the shoulder. You know, like when you're walking and you accidentally touch someone on the shoulder so you just feel it breeze by you. You might feel them brush against your skin. And they are connecting with you through touch. Or maybe something reminds you of a loved one and you get chills or goosebumps on your body. They're there trying to get your attention. Again, you can feel their energy. I have had those days, as we all do, that I miss the physical experiences of my loved ones. And I sit and I talk with them. And I felt light feather touches across my cheek. I felt cool breeze around my body. Or maybe you smell something that reminds you of them, like a perfume that your loved one used to wear, or cigar or cigarette smoke when no one is smoking around you, or their favorite flower. Any smell that reminds you of them, chances are they're near and you are smelling their fragrances. For something, um, me, I smell my mother's juicy fruit gum. It's a memory from my childhood, and it was the gum that my mom chewed. For my dad, I always smell cigarette smoke out of nowhere when I know he's entered. 
maybe you have a craving or a taste in your mouth for, from uh, a food that they used to love. I'm not big on sweets, but my mom was, and from time to time I crave Butterfingers, one of her favorite candy bars. And occasionally I want circus peanuts, and one of those nasty old orange, they feel like plastic in your mouth, <laughs> circus peanuts, but that was one of my dad's favorites. And not long ago, I heard Fritos and Bean Dip, and this was something my brother loved. I hadn't had it in many, many, many years. And I was in the drugstore when I heard it, and I knew it was my brother. And I said, I don't like Fritos and Bean Dip. And this went back and forth for a minute or so. Yep, I argue with them just like I did when they were here. And I finally said, okay, Bubba, if I can find the little snack can, I'll get it. And I'll be darned. I walked around the corner, and there on the end cap were the small snack cans of bean dip. I find I'll be saying I don't want it, and then I buy it anyway. Even if I don't eat it, I open it and sit it on the counter for them. My oldest daughter called me one day and said, Uncle Bubba's here. And I was in the store getting ready to check out, and I heard, get a payday bar. I said, I don't like payday bars, and he just kept putting it in my face and putting it in front of me and saying get a payday bar so I bought a payday bar I took one bite of it and I said I hope you like it she and I both got a laugh out of that now some just shrug it off as the power of persuasion that we see it it promotes a memory of them and we believe it's a sign and I've also heard that they get pleasure through us in the foods they loved regardless I find comfort and take it as a sign that they are near. Do you ever think you heard them calling you? First time I heard a loved one, it was no different than her being right beside me. You might hear their voice calling to you upon waking, like it's coming from another room. If you hear them, talk to them just like they were here. They can hear you. Imagine they're in the other room. You can't physically see them, but you know that they're there and they're listening. A spirit may also use electronics in order to communicate with you. And I have heard others say that they heard their loved ones speak to them through a radio or a TV. Now, understand that our loved ones just want to find an easy way to get through to us in the earthly realm. And I've never heard them through a frequency, but with all the things I have experienced, I do believe it is possible. This is known as unexpected electrical activity. In my home, the microwave will beep for no reason. My printer starts printing blank pages in the middle of the night. Or a lamp will suddenly come on without turning the switch. Actually, recently, this past Sunday, my husband and I were sitting on the deck, and the fan came on. He looked at me, and I thought he had the remote. And I questioned him, and he thought I had the remote. Neither of us had turned it on. And the remote was up on a shelf about five feet away. All I could do was laugh and say, Happy Easter, hello, and thank you. Yes, I was happy because our loved ones had come in for the Easter holiday. Something else that's not electronic, but my toilets will flush in the middle of the night all the time. Or I find cabinet doors open where I've placed memory items for my loved ones. My younger brother still likes to play jokes on me. And remember, their personalities don't change. My oldest daughter has called me and said, I think Grandma's here, and I was talking to her and her picture fell over. 
yes, this is a sign as well that she was visiting. I haven't experienced this, but have uh, heard of reports that someone receives a phone call that is either their loved one's voice or caller ID shows it's coming from a loved one's phone number. I take this as a sign that the loved one is there and watching out for them and just wanted to say hello. You might also see them manifest before your eyes. I've seen my dog standing in the doorway or laying beside the bed. I've been in my vehicle and look in the rearview mirror and see my brother sitting there just grinning from ear to ear. Of course, your left brain is going to tell you to write this off, uh, any of these things, um, that it's your imagination. But imagine the love and the wonderful experiences you're missing if you do. The spirit world can convey messages to us in many ways, but I believe the most common ways in our dream world and meditation. They talk to us when our minds are silent. I receive many messages in my dream world. <clears throat> Dreams, perhaps, are the most common way our loved ones visit us, and most of us remember that a loved one was in a dream. Can you recall a dream you've had about a, a deceased loved one? Our dream world is when the mind is the most relaxed and the angels and our loved ones do visit us there. I have had many dreams with my mom, my dad, and my younger brother. I interpret them in two ways. Sometimes they're just dropping in to say hello. Have you dreamed about a loved one and just thought, my dad was in my dream last night, and that brought you a smile in your heart? I have literally been dreaming that my little dog was licking me in the face and woke up wiping my face and expecting her to be up beside me on the bed. So I'm saying don't write it off as a dream is just a dream. Other times they are bringing messages for us, which at times aren't easy to figure out. But several years ago, I dreamed of my brother, and he was telling me to be careful that there was danger behind me. I couldn't figure out what danger he was talking about, but that next week I did pay more attention to everything around me. One night, I happened to walk by the window upstairs, and I glanced out, and I saw a shadow of someone standing by my vehicle. I immediately thought of what my brother told me, danger behind me. I did not go outside to confront the person. Instead, I grabbed my car alarm and set it off. The next day, I found beer cans by my car. I know my brother was looking out for me because without his warning, my nature would have been to march right out there in the middle of the night and ask, may I help you? Again, I don't believe that a dream is ever just a dream. It gives me comfort to know my loved ones drop in for a visit and are still watching out for me. Also, our loved ones can pop into your head during meditation because, again, the mind is still. You might also get visions from them while meditating. You may hear nothing, but you may see them in your mind from the, the life that they had here and doing something they really enjoyed or maybe just sitting and chatting with you. As James Van Prague says, the spirit world is able to get through to you easily when your mind is still and clear. Meditation is often referred to as sitting in silence. 
whenever you want to reach spirit from this side of life, start by sitting in silence. Also, if you're thinking about a loved one, they may send you a symbolic message through synchronicities or coincidences, or maybe you get a sign like coins. I find pennies and dimes all the time in the strangest places. I look up and smile and whisper, I love you too. One night, I walked across the hardwood floor downstairs and found a dime. I smiled and laid it on the bar. Later that night, I was sitting on the sofa upstairs and saw something shiny in the carpet. I got up and picked up a dime. I knew this had to be a sign as my purse stays downstairs and I knew I hadn't dropped it and I had been the only one in my home for several days. This brought me great comfort that a loved one was near. However, the next day, I had an alarm repairman coming because my alarm system kept randomly beeping that a zone was open when it wasn't. Remember, electronic activity? The repairman showed up, and I felt a presence with him. As he was testing the alarm panel, I gingerly led the conversation to spirituality, and he was listening. The conversation worked its way around to the signs and communication of our loved ones. Then he began to tell me the story of his brother-in-law, his wife's brother, who had transcended a few weeks back, and that he and his wife went to clean out his apartment and they kept finding dimes. Dimes were everywhere, he said. So now I knew why the dimes appeared the night before he got here, and I knew who was trying to get my attention. So I smiled and I said, I want to show you something. I walked over to the bar and picked up the two dimes and told him the story of how they just appeared in my home. I asked, are you open to receive the message? He was. And with his approval, I began to tell him what I was being given. These are for your wife, as I handed them to him. Her brother wants to make certain that she knows those were signs from him, that he is watching over her and loves her. There were a few other details, but the conversation ended with me telling him I'm feeling that he knew you were coming here on this call today and wanted his message to be given. Now, I believe that the brother was setting off my alarm so that I would have to call so that his brother-in-law would show up and I could give him the messages. And when you're thinking of your loved ones, they can also leave as feathers as a sign or cardinals or butterflies will show up right when you think of them just dropping by to say hello. However, these are also signs from the angels when you are asking for a confirmation on something. Or maybe you get the urge to buy something or maybe your attention is drawn to a loved one's favorite flowers, hearing a song they love, Things that happen out of the blue that make you think of your loved ones, if you view the signs and messages with the analytical mind, you could find a reasonable explanation. But if you view them with the spiritual mind and believe in the mystical, magical world around us, all of these things point to a visitation. And with your heart and your mind wide open, you can still enjoy the love you share with them. So there are many signs from our loved ones. We all see or experience them. If your analytical thinking prevents you from being open to them, then you won't see them. 
But once I had my own experiences and then began to study how the how spirit communicates with us, I began to look for and recognize the coincidences and the signs our loved ones are around us, still loving us and wanting to help us. And then also, if you suddenly start to think about a loved one that has transcended years ago, then they may have returned for a visit with you. So don't discount your thoughts. They mean a lot more than you think, especially in regards to our deceased loved ones. A quote from Doreen Virtue says, remember that although bodies may pass away, the energy that connects you to a loved one is everlasting and can always be felt when you're open to receive it. Wow. Okay, we're already going into the last half of the show for tonight. Our lines are open. Give me a call at 1-516-453-9162. Uh, let me give you a brief lineup of our shows this week on International Angels Network. Tomorrow, Wednesday, at 9 p.m. Eastern, Angel Talk with Sue, with your host, Sue Broom, and her guest, Sherry Myers, uh, The Glitch, the movie. And then Thursday, April 5th, at 9 p.m. Eastern, with Dr. Ruth Anderson, Walking with Spirit, One Love, Divine Healing at Open Clinic. She'll be reading Chapter 11. Saturday, April 7th at 2 p.m. Eastern with Susie Parrott, Open Topic Show, plus free mini readings. Saturday at 4 p.m. Eastern with Shishi O'Donnell, who always has something going on. And then we have Saturday, our new show at 6 p.m. Eastern. It's a premiere episode with our new Ireland host, Bernadette Garvin. And also on Sunday, the Sunday coming up, April 8th, 7 p.m. Eastern, with our founder, Claudia Ibarra, with her special guest, the author of Seven Stages to Strengthen Your Intuition, Alex Levy. Monday meditation host is Neelam Minocha. I believe she's not having a show this coming Monday, but keep checking the schedule. Her meditations are a wonderful way to start out the week. Then I'll be back next Tuesday, April 10th, with my special guest, author and intuitive Lynette Britt. And if you want to get a hold of me, you can contact me at www.internationalangelsnetwork.com forward slash Diane, D-I-A-N-N-E. If you have a question or you want more information about tonight's topic or to book a private reading uh, and or mentorship session, You can listen to my shows there and find out what local workshops or book signings I'm doing. Drop me a note. I'd love to hear from you. I will not be doing readings tonight, but the lines are open, and I would be happy to answer questions on tonight's topic. So if you have a question about a sign or you've had an experience with a deceased loved one that you would like to share with us, we'd love to hear it. Or if you want to say hi, lines are now open. So those on social media, Facebook Live and Instagram can call in when we're live. Just click on the call button and it will bring you directly to the show. Again, our number is 1-516-453-9162. And be sure to press the number 1 to get in the queue. Okay, we have a caller, Anna from Florida. Anna, are you there? Yes, I'm here, and I'm sorry I'm from Tennessee. 
Oh, well, hello, Anna from Tennessee. How are you? <laughs> I'm just fine. Well, let's uh, not am... too far apart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, How my. can we help you this um, evening, sweetie? <laughs> well, in my dreams, in one of my dreams last week, I don't know all the details, but there are two crystal bowls, and my sister broke both of them. Like, uh, she mishandled a them or something, and one was, of course, larger than the other, and the other is set inside the large one, but they both came up cracked. And uh-huh. I'm saying, how did that happen? Uh-huh. I have never had such a dream before, and I'm not sure it's what they could have been representing. Okay, so in the dream, uh, okay, I'm not doing readings, but I'll just give you my brief interpretation of the dream. If you were... Right, right. Uh, the crystal bowls, you know, it depends on what size they are, but each crystal bowl represents a chakra. And okay. so that may be possibly her telling you, you need a chakra clearing. <laughs> possibly, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, uh, that, that's what I would take out of that was, oh, okay, okay time to get my chakras okay. checked or you know, to do a meditation myself and clear my chakras, and, and that's the way I would take that dream. Um, that, that resonates. That resonates. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> Thank you. Um, thank you. Yes. And your, your, the, your, the, the narrative of your um, spirit sessions are so beautiful. Thank you. I would like to oh, continue listening. Oh, thank you, sweetheart. Thank you so oh. much. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh-huh. Have a good evening, sweetie. Thank you for you calling. Too. Thank you. Okay, so I always also wanted to mention that tonight's show was divinely inspired. Uh, I had another topic in mind when I received several messages to talk about the signs from our deceased loved ones, um, to which you know I replied to Archangel Michael, I've never taught a workshop on deceased loved ones. And I heard, but you've had a lot of experience with them. And so <laughs> that's why I wanted to bring this show to you today to to make you aware of the signs um, that your loved ones are always near you. Um, I took the conversation with Michael that this was a confirmation that was really needed at this time. And um, someone listening needed to, needed to hear this because they've been getting visitations from their loved ones but not really knowing that that's what it was or maybe many someones. Uh, so if you're grieving a loved one, please talk to them. They can hear you. And I believe in my every being that they're going to send you more signs once they know that you're talking or hear you talking to them. And, you know, eventually... You know, you keep working on that and you may hear them. Uh, you know, most think the spiritual realm is way above us in the sky when actually it's only three feet away and it's all around us. So I pray that, that this show tonight brought many of you comfort and that you're paying attention to the signs your loved ones are sending you. Okay, let's see. So I can give you a little bit more information on what goes on in the spiritual realm with our deceased loved ones. Uh, I've had clients that, uh, okay, let me put that aside. We have caller, caller, area code 917. 
Hello. Hi. I just uh, I'm just enjoying listening. Okay. Well, thank you. You don't have I a do question. I do see pennies on the floor, but I don't really I don't really pay attention to it. Mhm. And I think that's what uh, was to bring awareness tonight. Was to bring awareness of all the signs that our loved ones send us, just to let us know that they're there with us. That we can't we can't see them, but that they're still there and they're still loving us. And and um, yeah, I know that. But I don't. I think maybe I heard like pennies or angels or something. Right. And whatever. Right. I mean, yeah. That's all I want to say. Yeah, really, I'm I mean, pity, yeah if, if you're thinking of a loved one, then pennies could be their confirmation that they're there. Uh, but if you've been asking for a confirmation for something in your life, pennies are also signs that the angels are giving you confirmation. So, What's your name and where are you calling from, honey? Uh, I'm Lisa. I'm calling from New York. New York. New York. Well, it's very yeah. nice to meet you. Very nice to meet you, too. Thank you. Thank you, dear. Have a good evening. Good evening. Do we have a Skype caller? Hi, this is Laura. Hi, Laura. Where are you calling from, honey? I'm in New Jersey. Hi. And how is New Jersey? It's cold and rainy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's Warm and rainy in Texas. <laughs> We're having a cold front actually coming in tonight, so Burr will be in the 60s tomorrow. <laughs> oh, How can, <laughs> <man. laughs> How can I help you this evening, sweetheart? I was just wondering if you pick up any messages for me. Uh, well, I'm not doing readings tonight. I'm answering questions on the topic of uh, signs from our loved ones. Well, I I do get signs. Um, I get mm-hmm. I get the coins a lot around, usually around my vehicle wherever I pull up in the parking lot. Right. And I get feathers. I'll get mm-hmm. feathers, and mm-hmm. I get lights that uh, dim up and down sometimes, and uh, just different things. I yeah. Get. So you're getting a, a lot of signs, and if these things are happening when you're thinking a loved one, then those are definitely signs from that loved one. You know, as I explained, those also can be signs from the angels as confirmations of something that you've asked. Yeah, so when when I usually when I get the coins, um, when I find the coins around the car, it's usually because I'm worried about something. Mm-hmm. And if I come across the coins, they're it's a reassurance that they're working in the background right. helping me out. Exactly, exactly. They're just telling you, we're here and we're taking care of it. Yeah, we're working on it. Everything's okay. I don't, this, the feathers too, I'll get them. Mm-hmm. And, exactly. Uh, yeah, so I, I was working on a contract and it was finishing up and I was, that was my last day, and I was worried about finding another job, you know, when when the next one was coming in. Mm-hmm. So I was stressed. And that day I was, I found a feather on my desk. <laughs> and, yeah, and I, but I said to myself, oh, where did that come from? And I thought, 
Oh, it's probably from a feather duster or something, you know, from the cleaning crew. But really, this cleaning crew doesn't use a feather duster. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. We always try to figure it out with our logical mind. And, uh, and then I if, was... Um, so then I was I was going into the cafeteria for a bre- for a breakfast sandwich and I said to myself, Why do you do that, Laura? Why do you always try to make excuses to um to tell yourself that this isn't this isn't this is from the clinic crew? So I said, You gotta start believing and having faith. It's got it's gotta be from your angels. So I'm telling myself that. You know, right. I start talking to you. So then I came back later in the day and I was cleaning out one of the drawers. And you know, clean up my cubicle, and there was a feather inside the drawer. So, and then there was a third feather I found on the way home inside a restaurant. So I found three feathers that day. Are you there? Hello. Sorry about that. I think Diane is still on here, but I think she's having phone issues. I'm sorry about that. This is Claudia, the founder and executive producer of International Angels Network. <laughs> How are you? I'm okay. I'm good. Great. <laughs> Great. So, um, three feathers that day. <laughs> yeah. What color? Well, you know, the the, the color of the feathers. Are um, can mean different things. Um, what so? What colors were they? Well, the first one that I found on the desk was white. The second okay. one that was in, um, inside the desk. It was not white. It was uh, like a multicolor, um, kind of like a brownish. And then the third feather that I found, it was. It was on my way home. I always stopped at Starbucks to get a, a coffee. Nope. And I had to use the restroom. <laughs> met you after that. And there was a feather in the restroom. <laughs> oh, there was a feather in the restroom too? Wow. Yeah, it was so funny. I was telling and, her, oh, Diane, that, that the colors, <laughs> are, if you see different feathers, they're all different. Because, like, the right. white ones, I know that it means that your angels are with you. The ones that are, mm-hmm. if you are like gray or white and and uh, black or gray, and means that change is coming. Oh, because all three of them were a different color. And okay, that was so funny. But I thought the fact that they gave me three in one day was very powerful too, because I know three is a significant spiritual number, right? Right. Yeah. So, it, yeah. Three times a charm. So they just want you to pay attention to the synchronicity. Right. And so probably if the colors... probably also, too, I was going to say, probably also, too, been asking three times for a sign as well to make sure it's like a legit um, sign. There we go. Uh, I get them. <laughs> I get them. I've been in a conference room with other people sitting around the table and a tiny, tiny little feather like really tiny would start drifting down in front of me and I knew nobody else could see it because it was so little and I was tracking it with my eyes and I actually lost sight of where I was and I was trying to catch catch this little thing 
And I looked up, and my manager's looking at me like, what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like some of my stories when I see a sign from Spirit, and and I don't realize everybody's staring at me, and I'm just going about my little thing, talking to them. (laughs) And they're looking at me like, lady, you have lost it. (laughs) I know. It's it's Uh, funny. (laughs) Did you have a question, sweetie, on the different colors of the feathers? Because I, I do have I have a chart uh, that I can well, be happy to send to you on the different colors. I get feathers. I get feathers a lot. Um, one of my favorite feathers that I found was a yellow and black one. It was yellow and black. Ah, I well, see, yellow is um, thinking. And the black represent represents uh, the unknown, mysteriousness, and feminine energy. Huh. That's amazing. Yeah, I get them in different colors, and sometimes I keep them. Um, sometimes I don't. I I went down to visit some friends in Georgia, and I just thought, see, it would be nice to get some feathers because I haven't had feathers for a while, and mm-hmm. I was. I was in the airport parking lot, you know, where you you get your um, rental car. Right, right. And, and I found two of them right there in the parking garage. Yeah. And, and Claudia is also telling me that uh, the yellow and the black can also mean protection. Protection, protection. I found that. Well, that yellow and black one I found outside Oh, my gosh. I found that one outside the police station. Yeah, the black is protection. Oh, my gosh, because I was going to the police police station to fill out a form, and mm-hmm. I walked out of the building, and there it was. It was a black and yellow feather. And there you uh-huh. go. And yellow is communication, so that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You were going to fill out a form at the police station. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. Okay. Well, thank honey, you. have a wonderful evening. You're very welcome, and thank you for calling. I enjoyed so talking much. with you. I enjoyed it as well. Thank you. Thank you, honey. You too. Bye-bye. Uh, area code 520. Do you have a call from area code 520? Yay, 520- thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Yay, I'm thank glad. I, they lost me earlier. I had to to call back. I didn't know if I was going to be able to talk to you or not. Hello. Oh, my goodness. What's your name, so sweetie, and where are you calling from? <laughs> Lisa, Arizona, ma'am. Uh-huh. Upper, Lisa, and I did do, you say? Yes. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. At, in Arizona. And, all right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Arizona. Where are you all? What state are you all? Well, I am in Texas. Oh, well, we're not too far away from each other. No, we're not too far away. We're not too far away at all. So, Lisa, well, how can I help you? I have uh, a beloved adult son that passed um, June twentieth, 2016, and I've always been afraid of the dark. Mm-hmm. Um, he was, And he was 36, and um, I'm not afraid of the dark anymore. I I know he's there, and... You know, I, I even sit in the dark, you know, and we'll talk to him or just be by mm-hmm. myself. And, exactly. Um, mm-hmm. But his little son, who's two, I'm very blessed that his little son, my grandson, uh, comes and stays with me for 
like every two weeks for like two two weeks at a time. And mm-hmm. one time recently, about oh maybe four or five months ago, um, my little grandson was sitting on my lap, and he was looking past my shoulder, and um, then we'd go into another room, and he's looking um, in the other direction. Nothing was there. No one was there. And he's staring off, you know, into the room. Right. Right. And then at some point, my gr- little grandson, um, he, he calls me uh, by a special nickname. He called me by my special nickname. And he said, pick me up and carry me because we were going to go into the other room so he could watch cartoons. And and I did. And I uh, put him down in front of the cartoons. And then I walked out in front of, in the other room where my grandson could not hear me. And I had a serious talk. Now, I, I know my son had nothing to do with this. I don't know what was going on. But I said to the heir, and I know it wasn't heir, I said, don't you, and I used the F word, I said, don't you I-N-G with me. Don't you mess with this house, and don't you mess with my grandson. I said, you get mm-hmm. out right now if you're not with God, and if you're not um, at God's level or beyond God's level, you do not belong here. And get exactly, and I, kept, exactly. I, I used the F word again. And I mean business. And then I called my son's name, and I said, "And you need to protect this space. This is your child. <laughs> this is me. We don't want any of that kind of shenanigans going on in this house." So mm-hmm. since then, um, you know, there hasn't been not that I, uh, you know, I, like my grandson doesn't say I don't say anything to him and. He seems, uh, you know, like he's not doing that kind of behavior where he's staring past my shoulder and keep looking past me. Right. Or once he did after that, he did after that, he was staring at the window that is um, reflecting from um, the inner hallway. So I opened the door and I, I just simply said to him, I said, see, look, it's just angels with us. You know, God loves us. That's all that's here. And I opened the door, you know, and then closed it. Because I know some of that can be, you know, two-year-old, um, just two-year-old looking at the reflection and stuff like that. And so, but, you know, I just feel like we, as human beings, um, do not, what is that saying? The dog does not wag the tail Hill doesn't like the dog or a minister years and years ago when I was talking to him about stuff like this, he said, if you don't plug the battery in, there's no juice flowing. In other words, if you don't pay attention to that stuff, right, right. Exactly. it's not going to help you. You have to pay attention. Uh, but honey, what I would advise before you start talking you know, to your son is I would call in the Archangel Michael. And, you know, you can ask him to be your gatekeeper so that when you want to talk to your son, it's only him that he's bringing in. Because I do tell people, you know, I've had experiences with other beings, and you can allow them to come in. And so, you know, always protect yourself. And when I feel that, I usually say I demand in the name of God and Jesus Christ that you leave now. And that, you know, that works. Because, you know, I tell people there's, there are other beings, and so you have to be very careful when you're trying to speak to your loved ones. You know, my loved ones started talking to me, and that's how I started talking to them before I even knew anything about metaphysics 
or the spiritual yeah. world. And yeah. um, so I would do that. I think that that will help because it sounds like something else may have ventured in there, and that's what your grandson was seeing because he was not feeling comfortable with it. And, you know, they say that children until the age of seven can see on the other side of the veil until they're out in society and when they start being attuned to society's thought process, if that's not real, that doesn't exist. So that's that's what I would do. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, I'll definitely call in Mark, uh, Archangel Michael, and I know my son is very much in tune with God, you know. And so, you know, I, when I was talking to the minister decades ago about this, because I had um, a visitation in my apartment, and I was talking to him about it. He was New Age. He's now on the other side, but he was advising me at the time. He said it's like throwing a house party. You know, right. you do not have a bunch of strangers come into your house party. Exactly. You do it by inv- exactly. invitation only, you know. Uh, and when so, I have had, you know, when I do readings, I do crystal angelic healing. And and with that comes the angel readings. And I always ask Michael for any loving healing messages to come through. So if there is a one that needs to come through. But I always... You know, ask Michael to protect the circle. I always ask Archangel Azrael oh. to go. Okay. I ask Azrael to go get that person if they are available because they aren't always available. Oh. So, um, anyway, you know, th- those are some of the things that I do. Uh, also, uh, I'm hearing that there's uh, some background going on, noise in the background for you. So it's is it hard and it's hard for the, our callers to hear you. Hello. Yeah. Oh, they unmuted muted me. Okay. So um, I'm sorry. You know what it is? My window, the rubber came out, and I keep calling the dealership for the rubber piece, and I apologize. <laughs> the wind is just pouring in. Okay, that's I what she's, she's laughing, too, because she's like, I'm hearing this background noise. It's hard to hear her. I so apologize for that. <laughs> that's gosh. okay. But, but you know, anyway, just, just be, you know, I just wanted to tell you to be extremely cautious. I you know every time... I do any kind of spiritual work and readings and healings. I call in the archangels. Um, you know, that's just who I am. And I, yeah. I, you know, every morning that's I good. ask Michael yeah. to protect me, and every morning I invoke the golden ray of Christ three times. It's not a religious yeah. thing with me. It's a, it's a relationship in my heart that I do with them. Yeah. So there are bad and evil spirits. So if, if you even remotely are going to talk to someone, then uh, you can balance, you know, that skepticism with the open mind and start calling in the archangels and the angels. Uh, yeah, indeed. Our producer saying she likes to call the mercy, um, the mercy of angels in. So you know, there's all. Uh-huh. You don't have to know. You know, I, t- I tell people you don't have to know their names. The important thing is that you just call them, you know. Before I learned the names of the angels and started studying them, I would just say, I don't know whatever angel's in charge of this, but I need your help. And and that works just as good because you're putting your free will into motion and asking them to help you. Well, and the other thing is my son was very intuitive, but he didn't know what to do with it. And I don't want my grandson haunted by the same thing. 
you know, right. I want him to feel comfortable with everything. Yeah, and I can tell you that I was intuitive, but my mother didn't know how to handle that. Well, after she transcended, she was the first one that came to me that helped me with my awakening. So oh, your wow. son may be coming to your grandson. And I've enjoyed talking to you, sweetie. Thank but you. But we're running out Thank of time you. here, and I okay. hope that you have a wonderful, wonderful are you guys, evening. Are you on once a week? Cause I, I I'm love on every Tuesday night. Oh, thank oh, lovely. you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> thank you very much, and thank you for joining thank us, you. Lisa. Thank you. Have a good night. Thank you. Bye-bye. You uh-huh. too. Bye, dear. Okay. So to wind up this evening, um, what Lisa and I were just talking about, I wanted to tell you uh, that you'll never know who will connect with when you start calling on your deceased loved ones. So from my own experiences of connecting with other beings to prepare to deliver any messages, I invoke the presence of the Archangel Michael as my gatekeeper, and I ask that Michael bring any loved ones through that have loving, healing messages. I also invoke the Archangel Azrael, and I ask that he bring those souls through uh, if they are available. I, I also ask Gabriel to assist in the communication, and I give many, many things to the Archangels and the Archangel Azrael, the Archangel Michael, the Archangel Ga- uh, Michael and Gabriel. Um, <clears throat> the reason being is I say if they're available because sometimes they aren't available. Uh, there are a few reasons why they may not be available and can't come through. Uh, they're visiting another loved one because they can only be with one person at a time. Uh, or I might hear they're in class. Um you know, there's so many things that they have to go through on the other side. You have to understand that they're living souls just in another realm. Not way above you, but all around you. So pay attention and enjoy having your loved ones with you. So I'm Diane Morgan, and I thank you again for joining me. I'll be back next Tuesday for more Angel Navigation with my special guest, Lynette Britt. And she is an author in the Warrior Women with Angel Wings for the Soul uh, book that just came out by Sunday Sturgeon. I hope that you'll pick up a copy of that. And then also uh, all of these things that I talk about uh, are in Go Where They Are. And as I said, you can get it here at internationalangelsnetwork.com or you can find it on Amazon. And if you live in the Austin area, it's at Book People in Austin. So uh, until next week, I really hope that you all have a wonderful, wonderful week. And God bless you. And I'm sending you blessings of love on angel wings. Until next time, good night.